Finally, season one, episode one. Until my phone. Watch when my <clears throat> screensaver shuts off. That's when it was stopping before. See. But now it seems to be working. <clears throat> so. Alright. It's working, it's working. That's the thing about when you work in radio and film, you have to be able to keep your enthusiasm up, like on take five, when you've done it three times before, and then you gotta act like you just did it for the first time. Oh my god, yes! Take five! Woo! We have a show for you! Yes, we do. Okay, let's get to the point, people. Okay, we have moms that lie, and schools that are insensitive and the insensitive police called me and uh third topic great one is why can't you get high off your weed anymore we'll talk about that as well and i know the answer to that one new message standing by new message standing by well let's roll into it i mean all right we're starting the roll so let's let's start because I know you have to get this off your chest. New message, standing by. Moms that lie to their kids. It's rough, you know. I mean, <clears throat> so let, let the viewing audience, so if Joe Blow is here for the first message, time, standing by. let's give him a little setup. All right, it's a setup. Like a, like a, like a basic uh, two-piece combo, you know, uh, a chicken leg and a thigh and, uh, you know, wings. Oh, it's you that rolled simple. that one. So, it just kind of starts out that some mothers just don't want to be mothers. Uh, they, 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 they want to be that mother. They love to be seen as a mother. Uh, they want their friends who are also mothers to compare them as great mothers. Uh, it's, it's ridiculous. While you're actually doing the motherly work for her. So it just kind of starts out, as I set this up, as, uh, as I have a teenage daughter, um, love her dearly. She does have a mother uh, that is loving and caring, but hasn't been that way for a few years. And what it basically amounts down to, folks, is it's just she doesn't want to be honest with her daughter. Uh, she wants to live like a young horse and be free all the time. She doesn't want to help out in just the joyous occasions of, of being a partner in a wonderful relationship with their daughter. So it's just really, it's really tough. Uh, I draw the line on many things, but as you'll hear me on many podcasts, you'll come to find out that I don't, I don't enforce anything. That's probably my problem. So, I just have a loving daughter. Like I said, his mom's her mom's been absent for a long time. And now our daughter is starting to question her relationship with her daughter, with her mother, and she's also starting to question uh, mom's word. 
So that can be really rough. That can be rough. So, you know, the best thing I think I can do is just keep out of it. Just let the two women, uh, as I said, my daughter's a teenager. She's 16. She's, you know, fully into her womanhood. And uh, <clears throat> I think the best thing for me to do is stay out of it. Let them console on each other, but you know, try to be as, as great as a supporter as a dad as I can. But I tell you, it's it's what's leading me to high anxiety. It's leading me to lots of uh, animosity. I would say, uh, just because I I just want the best for my daughter. I want her to have mom and dad. I want her to have a great, you know, I want to have a great life in college and, and, and meet people and go to school and and get a great job, meet a wonderful man someday, and, and, and have, you know, great grandkids uh, for myself and and for her mother. But it just, at times, it just seems extremely rough. So, going forward, I don't want to keep our audience bored with our first podcast and saying, oh, God, here's a guy that's obviously needs some pussy, and uh, he's just upset. So we'll just move no, forward. No, let's say we're in a new day and age. Okay, there's two parents, and one parent happens to be a man who takes care of his daughter, who pays for everything, gets no help from the other side whatsoever, and she has a job and works. You would expect. Hey, can I help you out? Or here, here's a hundred bucks. You know, because since you don't want to pay child support. But yeah, since there is no help and you're struggling, then... It gets rough. It definitely You does. feel like a tattletale, but you have to get past that because you're not. This is not ratting or anything like that. This is making somebody do what they're supposed to do. Well, that's, you know, that's exactly what he She thinks she will get away with it until you say, hey. Well, that's, that's what eats at me. It's what eats at, I think, at a lot of men is that, you know, we are. We're, we're, we're strong in our heart. We're strong in our mind. And we understand, you know, some of us from the old school, not definitely not the millennials, but uh, from the old school, we realize it is important to take care of our women. It is important to make sure that they have a roof over their head and, and a wonderful life and and uh, everything that they need because you do love them. And when it comes down to it and you separate and one does really well and one doesn't do so well, uh, you know, it doesn't mean that either one of you have to help each other. What you have to do is you have to elevate yourself, I think, for the nature of the child. To say, hey, you know. I got your back right now. You are the man, let's go. That's, that's a touchy subject. So, <clears throat> moving forward, you know, I think it's just best to uh, man up and keep doing the things that make me great as a father and as a person. And, uh, you know, cry me a river on the rest of the stuff, man. I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> now, you wouldn't hear me say this, folks. Uh, a couple hours ago, I was about ready to drive off the road. I had to go take a walk on the beach by myself to get my head straight and uh, be able to hang out with some friends. And yeah, I was I was a wreck a minute ago, but yeah, moving forward, uh, I think it's just it's just time to uh, you know 
change the generations and change the things by just by just being a stronger man. So, over that topic, what's our next one? What are, you, what are we doing? What's the thing? Oh, uh, let me just go ahead and say how my counterpart. So my son loves old war memorabilia. He's in Young Marines, eyes in the Army, blah, blah, blah. He wants to go to school wearing world, because he's in history, they were learning something about World War I. So he yeah, wanted that's... to go dressed as World War I. So we go, and we, so he gets this German coat. He bought it, his own money. Okay. $200. Wow. Yes, it had some Nazi shit on it, but we covered it up. We, we sewed a patch over it so you couldn't see it. Right. It was supposed to be World War I, but okay, so the jacket was World War II, and it was German. <clears throat> so I get a call at noon, and the, they tell me he can't wear it. And I asked why, and he goes, uh, because it's a German World War II. And I said, it's Halloween. I go, it doesn't matter what it is. I go, he's is, he's trying to be World War One. Well, it's World War II. And I'm like, okay. And he's trying to like say, because it's World War II. And I'm like, okay, I know it's World War II. And then he goes, well, that means it's Nazi. And mm. since it's related to Nazis, that means it's hateful uh. and insensitive. Uh. And he goes, and especially now with what's going on at the Jewish synagogue, I have to be sensitive towards all the other kids. And I said, but you're stepping over my son's rights because I go, if you can show me on paper in the rules, dress code or whatever, <coughs> Show me that it says he can't wear something like this and I will be happily back you up. He could not. And he so said, it's he. just insensitive and I'm not going to let him wear it. So when we say he, we're, uh, we're officially talking about a school official, uh, probably... Uh, assistant principal. Assistant principal, okay. And so... Now, was the kids in his classroom offended by it, or was it more of a teacher? They wouldn't him say. Out? He just said it was at lunch. They went out and he got called into the office, and they said, "You're wearing German stuff. It's blah blah. You can't wear it." Hmm. And he says, "But there's nothing on here." And he goes, "You have a patch." And I said, "That patch was covered." He goes, "Yeah, but it has a Nazi under it." And I'm like, "Wait, what?" I go, so now he's in trouble because you can't see it? A patch stitched over top. I go, it doesn't matter. I go, you're, I mean, this is Halloween. And so let's, let's go back a little bit. Let's, and, let's and so touch. then I was like, I go, I understand the insensitive stuff. And I go, I'm not fighting you about that. I go, I'm fighting you because you're telling me he can't wear it, but you can't show me anywhere that it says that. Mm. You're just telling me it. And I go, I have an issue with that. You're, you're stepping on his rights because you feel he doesn't need to wear it. You, you're not going to allow it. 
And I'm like, I just want something somewhere that's regulating you or telling you you have the authority to do that. And they couldn't. So I, and then he, and then and I said, I don't want, you know, he bought that with his own money. And he goes, oh yeah, I'm aware of it, but he can't wear it. But he didn't say he took it from him. Hmm. He didn't tell me that. So, so Seth then calls me and says he took my jacket and won't let me have it. Okay, so this is this is now. So then that's when I was like, wait, he's overstepping. So I understand he has an issue with the insensitivity because he relates hate with because this timepiece is actual whatever that same time period. But he didn't wear it as that timepiece. It was a costume on Halloween. This is not any other day where he's like, I'm a Nazi, I'm wearing this shit. Yeah. It's Halloween. Huh. And they just still wouldn't. And then he tried to relate. Well, one kid wanted to be a Trojan and he had his shirt off and I, you know, it's against the dress code. It's, and I said, yeah. And I go, you have rules that say you have to wear a shirt or and I go, and so that rule is legitimate. I go, but you still have not shown. I go, I want the end result of what, how you're allowed to do this. I go, I want it on paper. Yeah. So I had to go there and they tried to switch it on me. Like I was being racist and this and that. And I was like, no, no. I go, get over that. I go, you're telling my son he can't wear something and you're not showing me in the rules that you're allowed to make this decision. And I go, there's a cop sitting in the room and he's a law enforcement officer. I go, so what law do you want this enforcement officer to enforce? And he goes, well, he can't go in. And I go, okay, so you say he can't wear the clothes. I say he can. And I go, so if I put the stuff on my son and he walks out, I go, what are you gonna have the law enforcement officer enforce? And he was like, I'm trying to explain to you that, and I'm like, yeah, exactly. You, you, he, he's not enforcing any law. Exactly. Because there is no law for individualism. There is no law for somebody. But they can. Being... They can keep swastikas out. They can keep if Iron the... Cross out. They can do all those things. If, if that's because it's written, they voted on it. It's on paper somewhere. Okay. But if there is nothing on paper and he's just pulling out of the air because he's offended, because I, I, I don't know if he was, I don't know himself if he was Jewish and that's why he was so offended. I kind of think he may have been, but I'm not sure. Well, or at one, maybe one of the teachers, but it wasn't a student, my son said. I don't think it's that. I mean, if, if you could look back and you... Because and they, they really look at it. This. It was all of the Nazi thing. It was, oh, sure. it represent Nazi represents hate. We're not sure going to allow it, but... Sure it is. Sure, they don't want anything like that in the public school. But, but, that's, but it's a public school. That's, but that's not a private understandable, school. But <clears throat> the fact that it is, is if you really sat there to take a look at the person with this costume on being Halloween being that's what he wore to school for probably less than three hours um, and again there were no affiliations with swastikas or iron crosses on that 
on that uh, costume because, like, and they said, know, and they know he's a police. They, they know he's a police explorer. Yes, I mean, they know he's a young marine. They know he likes all this stuff. They know he's not affiliated in any way whatsoever. And that's what that's what's <laughs> that's what's so bothering. I think that I'm saying about this here is uh, you're, and it's just because the school says they don't want it. Yeah, because the they even had the cop there, and the cop was like, "I'm here just to enforce." But there was never—he never said I, Seth couldn't wear nothing. It was only the school guy, and, and he was never ever able to show me anything on paper in their regs, their policies, their procedures. Nothing that said something insensitive is not allowed to be worn in the school. And that's really too bad. I mean, if we can look back and look at all the. The tyrants of, of, of the world. We can go back and we can say, hey, uh, the Romans, uh, you know, they, they put Christ on the cross. Um, they're bad people. Um, Germans, they had certain, you know, affiliation with the Fuhrer and, and Hitler, so they must be all bad. Uh, apparently, nobody reads about Anne Frank. Uh, all this stuff to a, a young man who is a history nut he loves history period he loves the time period and is interested in the time period uh we have many great historians who have these relics and things of history in their home so this outfit that he chose to spend my lord two hundred dollars on Dude, bikers wear and the German... I mean, that German right. helmet, bikers wear that as a motorcycle that's right. helmet. It's sold in a public store that the public can purchase and buy and wear for safety. It's a very And they're saying helmet. that, oh, it represents this... Because he had a German helmet. And yeah. he says that represents hate. Sure. sure. Well, so because he thinks it represents hate... He can't, nothing, you can't have anything that represents a German nothing at that school. And of course, this is all opinion in a public school. Yeah. Now, if he could have shown me something that said no Nazi shit, or, uh, I mean, not no Nazi shit, because we know you can't have Nazi shit. Yeah, and that's not what your son brought to school. It was if a he says, World War II uniform. If you can't, he... <clears throat> Yes, it's a replica uniform. We took the Nazi symbols off. He was trying to have it look like a World War I uniform, but we could not find one anywhere, so we had to buy the World War II one, and it kind of looked similar. It had nothing to do with hate, had nothing to do, and I understand their issue with that, and I even told him, I go, I feel like a fucking asshole coming in here, a white German military guy who grew up in Seal Beach in a kind of a known, you know, white supremacist type stuff going on. And I go, I know I feel, and I go, I feel like an ass coming in fighting over this topic. I go, but you still have not been able to show me on paper that you're making a decision that's legal and right for my son and you're, you call him into the office and you make him feel like he did something wrong 
and he did nothing wrong. And then they told him he couldn't wear it, and then he had to be escorted out, and everybody was kind of like, oh, look at Seth, uh, and the, he was getting heckled, and shit like that, and it had nothing to do with the Nazi. He wasn't even trying to look like a Nazi, and then they made it like he was a Nazi, and then when I had, when I left, the cops all, you know, I have to make a report of this, by the way, too, and turn it in, and he goes, because, you know, having a German uniform at school could make it so he doesn't get hired on the police. Wow. And I I was like, really? That's really what you just fucking said to me? That's just, that's unbelievable. I mean, again, no affiliation whatsoever to hate this kid. No affiliation to anger or animosity or ill wish to anybody or person. Again, this young man has a will to learn and, and to want to be educated in history. Uh, what's, what's the difference? World history? Yeah. U.S. history? And they're on the Great War yeah. right now in history class. And because they've been doing history on the Great War, which is World War I, he wanted to dress up like a World War I soldier. And that's that's just that's just unbelievable. This is And again, so they're making it seem like he is a Nazi, that he he came to offend people, that he came dressed as a Nazi, and that's not what it fucking was at all. Not not whatsoever. Whatsoever. And you know, I really feel sorry for this young man. I, I, I feel that now he's gonna be put and placed in some sort of category. Or maybe he just says, hey, maybe I don't want to learn about history as much as anymore if I'm being <coughs> chastised for the things that I want to learn about or I want to maybe wear. Uh, folks, let's be honest. How many musicians are out there wearing German-style uh, pants or clothing or uh, World War II memorabilia uh, here in America uh, you're looking at John Lennon who has an American soldier's army jersey on with the sergeant stripes turned upside down because that was his individual <coughs> I, I don't know the right word there sorry but that's, that's his way of being cool uh, uh, of being free um, being what he wants to be and and here we are chastising this young man who already has lined up a career in, in, in being a police officer and being a young Marine. He understands already honor. He understands commitment. He understands enforcing the law, but they just could not show the law that they wanted to enforce to him. And so this becomes public opinion. <clears throat> this becomes... And that's why I had to do this, because if he's, as a cop, he needs... He can't just go and tell someone, oh, hey, I don't want you... You look like a bum. You can't walk down the street. Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah. That's discrimination. Yeah. Which is alive in America rampantly every day let's be honest because how do you know that's not a billionaire and he lives up the street and that's just not how he wants to be sure no way i mean it's maybe he wants to be left alone but if there was a law 
That was enacted by Congress or whoever makes laws. I'm not at that. Then he could say, hey, this law says you're not allowed to look like a bum. Okay, I got to take you in. He's enforcing something. But if the school can't even tell me what they what they're enforcing, yeah. They're the education system. They're supposed to be educating people. If they're not educated on their own law policies, procedures and all that, then that's sad. You know, it is. And 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 to kind of just slightly branch off topic here. This is And that's what they're teaching my son. They're teaching him, well, since we have a good reason, it's okay to tell you no. Well, because we have a fear. Yeah. I think is, is, is the real answer here. Because I, we have a fear for you wearing something that we don't think and our, our opinion is appropriate. But, again, folks, we are sitting here talking about Halloween. Halloween. Not that this, this young man wore this outfit to school several times. We're talking less than three to four hours on Halloween. Yeah. Is there uh, inappropriate costumes on Halloween? Uh, you know, the office parties every year with the slutty maids and the and the crazy things and women wanting to be uh, you know a little a little sexy on the on, on the season on the Halloween. They love it. I love it. But that's a person's opinion what is appropriate and what is not appropriate. And during the guidelines of what it clearly says in the Los Alamitos school district's site and or dress code is that things are too short or things are not, have an appropriate uh, fingers or, or explicit words. It doesn't say anything about a outfit that clearly and we've been talking about this all day on this podcast that it clearly does not have anything on it that has <coughs> hatred or or, or, or or symbols on this outfit it's just an outfit mm. it's just an outfit so what was our third topic I can't remember god I'm so high right now I don't remember anything I, I thought you couldn't get high that smoothie and the CBD is wonderful, I must admit. Yes. That CBD I took earlier just when you really mix, me you know out. how to do the proper mixture of shit? Well, I'm going to always so you still be... Don't, you honestly yeah. don't know what it is like to be a drug addict. You are one, but you don't understand all the, no. all the aspects of it. Why so when you're I? going, so when you're going through something, and I'm seeing that you're going through something, and I know what you're going through, and I'm like, okay. so you're going, okay, you need to do like, like earlier, like I want to do the walk. Uh, all you had to do is just drink that shake earlier, and you would have been, you would have been fine earlier. Well, you I wouldn't have had to gone through so much torment for so long. Well, I can agree to disagree on that one. No. I think what it really is for me yeah, is that shitty, but uh, end effects. Oh, it was horrible. What? It was horrible. What was? That it was actually probably like drinking milk out of a cow's nipple. Yeah. And it's not. It's just. Well, why would you not? Uh, drink? It's just raw. Oh god, that was rough. 
and it tasted that tasted good to me. Oh, that tasted like milk and a half a stick of butter. <laughs> that was <laughs> that was rough. That was not that bad tasting to me. Oh god. But when I mixed it in that fruit smoothie, that was oh. Oh man. The fruit goes bad. I think the key though on that fruit is the lime. I think the acidity and just how well, that was just for that dish though. Oh, that dish was amazing. Amazing. That should have been I don't I mean that should be an award-winning dish. I mean I think uh, hummus, garbanzo beans, because that's the right texture of this oil. Sure. Oh, oh, it's coming to me now because I do suffer from short-term memory. Uh, when we talk a little bit now, I've remembered what our third topic was. Our third topic was, is why can we not get high? Oh, yeah, why can't we get high anymore? Right. Why can't you? Well, fuck. I've answered that question. Well, we were starting to talk about it. I know, but I... I, Reminded me about it. I answered it through that shake about an hour ago, and now you're feeling fine. So now you're like, oh, I am high, so... Yes, and you know, when I normally start to feel it come on, it's very strange for me. It's like I feel like some warmness in my ears, and then that's when I start to feel the permagrin start to go from ear to ear. That's when I start going, okay. You really need to take a four-week break because you're at that... Four weeks? Yeah, it takes four weeks to get back to zero tolerance. Oh, no, my friend. I'm more like at eight weeks. No. It takes... Oh, yes. It takes anybody, it takes four weeks to go to zero tolerance. Now, it will take you years, probably, to get all the THC out of your system compared to a normal person. Yeah. You know, at one point it took me, I think it took me eight months. Eight months. Because I, I tested myself. See, I don't know about these things. I mean, I, I understand, like, dependencies and things toward things. I mean, I definitely know and feel that I have a dependency. Oh, yeah. Towards. There's a physical dependency. Sweet, towards... sticky, <clears throat> smelling OG, Kush Bud, uh... Maybe some really hypey, hypey blue dream. Uh, but that's know. human nature. That's what addiction is. It's really digging the tangy strains. You want to know, you know what the, you want to know what everyone's addiction is? As you notice, folks, everyone's keep talking addiction. Over it it's not the this or the that. It's the, their addiction is to feel good. Well, yeah. That's what the addiction is. So if something makes you feel good, why would you not want to do it? Now, well, that's a different that's a different topic than a physical craving your body needs. It, there is a physical dependency and there is an addiction in that aspect too. Yeah. Because you know when you as a heavy smoker, when you don't smoke for a while, that agitation Yeah. And that's you withdrawing. Yeah. Those are physical fucking withdrawals. And you have to fucking smoke again to get rid of it. Gotcha. That is a physical, we know, like our nursing. That is when people yeah. say addiction, yeah. that's what really we are looking at as addiction. Like if I started putting fucking heroin in me, my body is, when I stop, my body is going to go through those withdrawals. I, I'm fuck yeah, I'm going to go through the withdrawals because everybody would. There's no one that can put a drug in their body and not have that physical, you know, part of it. 
I understand. But then there's that mental part of people love the way that makes them feel. Well, yeah. So if you feel bad, like I'm in back pain, and then I smoke this and it feels, takes that back pain away and I feel good, that's a different, that's a mental addiction. And if you know what each of them are separately, then you know how to deal with the situations when they come up. You know that you're, oh, I'm gonna, I'm running out. I'm a heavy smoker. I'm running out. I need to go get, make sure I have more medication. Ah, yes. Not uh, put myself in that situation to where I run out and then I'm withdrawing and then I then when I'm trying to get it I'm just and you know that's another uh, a separate we'll, we'll get on that one later but this is a whole other separate podcast we'll talk about more of that of like these fucking people and their taxes on weed and the scarcity that good pot has become uh, I don't want to educate everybody what good pot is because I'd say about 90% of you don't know what good pot is. You believe you know what good pot is. You're one of those people that just go right to the good smell of it and think it's the best pot. But you don't look at the genetics and what it's made out of and how small the stems are and the sap and the goo and more than anything, the trichomes. If it's not milky, it's not stony. So we'll talk about that one later on in the show. But... Yeah, I th- you know, those I, are physical traits. Those are physical traits. Physical traits of actual marijuana. And you know, I I, I think that for the actual. most part, as it is, is you know, unless you're like myself or maybe a few other people, you carry a few different strands with you all the time, so you don't have the problems of changing and getting high. But what's happening now is we're seeing that these we've just booed out about eight weeks of topics. Eight weeks of topics. That's awesome, dude. We're going to have a fucking cool podcast. This is going to be great. We're going to educate everybody out there on it. Oh, speaking about educating, I'd also like to tell you about another movement over at Ziggy's uh, that we'll talk about, uh, which is a really I popular... Ca- I just caged my PTSD. Which is just really awesome. I just caged my penis in these pants. That's you, what you I You want to know? It was so... Because when I went there, like... I don't know what he thought, but there was a cop in his fucking office when I showed up. I don't know what they thought I was going to do. Which is just absolutely... It was hilarious. Just, wow, resentful. And Um, then the cop remembered me, because we skated and shit, and he remembered a call at our plate. He goes, oh, you're the guy with the flag, and... The skate guy. He goes, you know Lance Mountains just lives right down the street from you. Yeah. And, you know, again, what, just, what a way to be picked out, persecuted, treated like crap, uh, singled out. You know, I just, I just want to put a shot out real quick to Seth. Keep doing what you're doing. You're a great young man. Dude, you're awesome. You know, I'm stoked that you like history. I like history, too. And... 
you know, don't let these things today right. on Halloween, history. you know, get you down, little brother. Like, don't don't worry about nothing. Hated history. Oh, it was boring. It's the greatest thing in the world. It Dude, teaches it you where we came so from. So boring. It's, it's so boring. It's hated it. Wonderful. It teaches you where we came from. What it we showed did. me nothing how to skateboard. Man. <laughs> they didn't. They could have showed back in history. They're Man. teaching me stuff, and I just wanted to skateboard. It's all I wanted. History was awesome, man. I love it. Well, this milk is kicking in. I'm all buttered up. And uh, I think we're kind of running out of our uh, juice in the podcast. So we'll come right back at you a different day. All right, this is uh, Leif and uh, The Tyson and Leif Two Stoner Show. The Two Stoner Show. I'm, I'm, am I one or am I two? You're one. I'm one. Yeah. Okay, so you're two. The Tyson and okay. Leif. Wow. Two Stoner Show. But that's out of alphabetical order. That sounds better. Maybe if we did like Tyson LP. is, it has that pop. You uh, want that pop when you first say something. Well, I like the LT too. Tyson. Oh, I love the sound. Of that. Not Leif. That's just. Ugh. <laughs> it's like I'm giving, I'm, like I'm handing you a blanket, Life. So you think I'm handing you a blanket? He's gonna be handing me a German outfit pretty soon, folks. <laughs> well, well it, it was so good because I go oh, so not to mention I walk in the secretary is uh, African American female. Okay. The guy I'm assuming was Jewish. And I'm German, blonde hair, blue eyes, with tattoos. <laughs> it was just, I felt, I was like, oh my God, I can't, I can't, why is it set up like this? And it was just like, his right was being taken and it, yeah, it looked as if I was this racist dad and coming in and all this weird shit, but it was like so far from that, I just not going to have someone take my son's right away without explaining to him the authority that he has to do so. Absolutely. And he does have that right. He absolutely does. And uh, this will teach him that even if a cop stops him, they have a right to ask, hey, what vehicle, why did you stop me? Well, yeah, I mean, I... I Show me why you stopped me. Because if you did not have a right to stop me, I have a reason to sue you. That's right. And, you know, this, again, you know, I've had the pleasure of knowing this young man. Uh, he went to school with my daughter, um, was in multiple classes with my daughter over at J.H. McGaw. Uh, also, he went over to uh, Oak. And uh, from Oak, he went over to Los Alamos High School. And... Uh, He's so a, here's an example. No here's problem. how this is how I feel right now. So you have a white supremacist and they're marching down the street. They're all in Hitler uniforms. They do all this shit. Uh-huh. And one of them pulls out a gun and shoots a black woman right between the eyes and kills her. Okay. Straight hate and calls her the N-word when he does it and says, I hate all the N-word. 
and shoots her. Okay. That would be an easy case to try, right? Sure. It'd be terrible. But guess what? The cop that arrested this person did not read their Amanda rights or whatever. Sure. Did not read the rights. We know the guy's guilty. We know it's bad. We hate what he did and all that. But they didn't follow the proper procedures and guess what? Now that guy gets to get off. We did not want him off or nothing like that, but he didn't follow the proper procedures. We don't want to defend the guy that we just got off, but if we don't, they'll be able to then stop other people for no reason at all. They'll be able to do it again and again and again. And that's why I had to step in because I'm not gonna let someone overstep on my son's rights. Yeah, the reason I picked, it was a little shady and kinda sucked, but it's it's the same thing. if we know someone was guilty and they, then we saw that they didn't follow proper procedures, well, we know they're guilty. Why not just fucking arrest them still anyways? Well, you... That's kind of where I was with this. In that case, you know... Things, I mean, I want to say, wow. I mean, you went there on a on a crazy metaphor that was, that was very dramatic. <laughs> with, with white supremacists and a black lady, that was, that was terrible. But the point of it is, is yeah, I understand. And you know, what we're talking about is civil rights that we've been granted long, long, long time ago here in our country. And you know what? What my counterpart here is saying is, is if your civil rights are taken away from you, um, freedom of speech, amount, um, you know, the right to bear arms. Um, so many of our great and it wasn't even any of that they were just telling him he couldn't do something and they had no no law they had no rule no regulation they had nothing backing it up it was just a person's opinion and you cannot make someone do something based off of an opinion it's gotta if it's not in the school's regulations then they need to make a reg then insert it in there and so if this does happen again yeah. or they need to insert in their dress code on Halloween you know certain things are not allowed or I mean things need to be but you can't just go and tell my son something and then I go look it up and there's no laws there's no rules there's no regs at the school there was nothing backing him up he was just offended and he made my son look like an idiot. Made my son feel like he did something wrong when he didn't. And that pissed me off. Yeah. Understandable. Right. Now, if we were to want to talk about the uniform, I agreed with the guy. and But my son wanted it. And I made sure all the hate stuff was covered up. Right, uh, uh, which is responsibility of, of not only yourself as a parent, but what, what you believe in. You know, yeah. like you don't believe in, in swastikas and iron crosses and things of that nature. So ridiculous. Absolutely I'm an ridiculous. American German. I myself am. A, I'm a mutt. I'm, I'm, I'm actually a Norwegian. I'm an American Norwegian German. Well, 
My my mom used to tell me I was born from the milkman. And people are trying to tell me because I'm German, I'm supposed to feel ashamed because there was Nazis in my race. Someone fucking said that to me once. Yeah. Like what the fuck? I think you're just are you on, on, on the really Nazi serious? topic now. We're off the Nazi topic. I fucking hate Nazis. Yeah, that's bad. That's really bad. In fact, I, I it's hard to look at that part of history and see the cruel tortures of Adolf Hitler and how he made everybody in Germany uh, conform to I his hate work. Nazis, but they had some cool looking stuff. They did have cool stuff. They did have some efficient stuff. They were very efficient. VW Bug. VW, VW Bug. Van, uh, any, every VW, it was, they were all war vehicles and supply vehicles. Uh, guess, what, guess what else they invented? Our transportation system, the way we do squares, so well, everything's like linear, so you can go, you have a longitude and a latitude, and you have freeways, so you have high speed to get to places faster, that was all Germans. They made the Hindenburg. Yeah, I'll bet that they was awesome. Also blew up, too. You know why it's awesome? Safe. Because on the cover of Led Zeppelin 4. That's awesome, dude. Boom. Well, I'm just starting to tip off with some of that, uh, fuck, I'm going to call it Buffalo's And the milk. Germans are really good at dominatrix. Oh, my God. We'll get into that topic some sometime soon. They, they have Nailing some their lips to floorboards. And their hairy armpits. <laughs> and their hairy legs that they cut you with. Good. It's Tyson and Life's Two Stone Show. Two Stone Show. Smoke them. <laughs>